Friday morning. Friday morning, I binged and looked up hardcore shit. Why? Why? Why did I not have that uh, notion of regret or I didn't even really feel remorse? That's the water kettle you hear behind me. Have I so damaged my conscience? Have I so damaged it that I cannot turn back? I don't know. Well, I think I have a little bit left because right after I did uh, the morning after. Um, I don't even remember. I lost track of time. That's another thing this thing does to you. It makes you lose your sense of time. It. I'm curious to see if, uh, like 50 years from now, if the demographic of young men who have been raised on porn have higher rates of dementia compared to the rest of the population um, that is not addicted. Because I think cognitively this habit has um, negatively affected me. So I think that is the focus that I need to have for the future. Not, not, so growing up in church, it's always been kind of the rule-based, morality-based um, backdrop of fighting pornography, right? It's like the, the primary answer to why should you not do such and such X, Y, Z is it is, uh, it, it hurts God and it breaks God's laws and and that's kind of the foundation on which we build our um, moral answers and that's not a bad thing but I think now I'm starting to realize more what um, what hits closer to home might be instead in addition to that might be um, this is hurting me and this is preventing me from being all that I could be and I think that might be a more helpful approach because that personalizes the experience and it really puts the light on on what you could be and it you know it's it's not a stomping down on you kind of uh, thing like oh you're bad you broke the law you broke the moral code bad boy but it's more of like a gentle re like correction I guess so it's <clears throat> it's thinking like okay this is not good for me because this is damaging my mind and my body and my soul and not only that, it is preventing me from what all that I could be. And so that notion is helpful because you that is sort of a forward-looking uh, perspective. And that can give hope. So what I could be if I didn't drown myself in this garbage shit. Uh, yes. So that was my last fall. That was uh, Friday 
morning or something. Or, and then I think even Saturday, I don't even remember. What is it? What? It's Sunday morning right now. This weekend, this weekend I fricked up hard and failed. But you know what? I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up because this is the only life I have. And it's given to me by the creator almighty God. And I am created in his divine image. And I have a divine spark in me that needs to actualize and every one of you listening is made in the exact not the exact same divine image but the exact same in the sense that it is the same in dignity worth value um and 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 worth not the same in the sense that we are all unique souls so this is a pep talk more for myself if nobody else hears this you must keep on looking forward and moving forward and do not look back. Do not look back at those potholes where you've tripped over and fallen into because God only knows there will be more ahead in the future. That's a given. It's not a negative outlook. It's a reality and it's a given. So let's accept the fact that we're going to trip and mess up uh, in the future and let's accept that fact and let us in light of that fact pursue excellence and chase what is good and be all that I can be be all that you can be one life to live one life to live the miracle of life I mean we didn't ask to be born we didn't ask to be here and sometimes we might really not wish to be here but but think of the miracle that is life think of what you could be and like think for a second not like what other people would tell you to be but like like really think deep down what do you want like what makes you up uh like light up and passionate what are you passionate about i think that's where we should really start from not a rules based like rules based is for like the beginning stages it's like nursery school it's like at first okay toddlers you got to go to kindergarten and learn the basic rules of social functioning and how and like you know do not hit your neighbor do not bite your neighbor do not run out into the street. Uh, do not throw things at uh, the neighbor. Uh, control your emotions and and use your inside voice when it is appropriate. So, like, of course, we need rules, and I guess in that sense, that's like um, uh, parallel to like dogma and doctrine. So, dogma and doctrine are is kind of like the nursery school that sets uh, the parameters by which we need to grow, uh, start to grow. It's like a plant, like you can't just throw a seed, a baby plant out into the wild and anywhere and expect it to start growing. Like you need to kind of nurture it for the first little while uh, and keep it from like harsh winds and floodings until it gets to the point where, uh, okay, it can really um, uh, 
work around. It doesn't have to be so restrained by uh, dogma and surroundings. So it's like, okay, you graduate from nursery school to grade school. So you get a bit more freedom. And you can kind of think outside the box. And so the hard and fast rule is not so much don't run out into the street. It's look both ways before you go into the street. But because when we were toddlers, we didn't have the capacity to understand why we should look both ways. The simple, most direct uh, guide was just don't run into the street. But when you're a bit older, it's okay, what's the reasoning behind that? The reasoning behind that is because there could be cars on the street. And in fact, it is safe to cross the street if there are no cars. So we, you do away with that hard and fast rule for something more nuanced. And I think that's similar to kind of moral rules. It's like when we were young, okay, moral rules. Don't look at porn. Don't lust. Don't do this. Don't do that. Like there's a place for that, but that's kind of like the nursery school <coughs> beginning stages. But as you grow, you kind of look behind those hard and fast rules to see the why. Okay, why? Why shouldn't I indulge in these habits? Oh, there's a reason for these rules. And it looks like they were there because... Uh, you can really hurt yourself by indulging in certain things and you can make your soul shrivel up and die and until we understand that part of the rules we're just gonna see the rules as restrictive um, when in turn they can paradoxically be freeing <clears throat> that's like that Bible verse says uh it's like a paradox it's like i will run i will run in the path of thine commands for you have set mine heart free so you're, you're thinking like wait how do commands set you free commands are like that sounds very restrictive by nature isn't it well look at it like the commands of gravity or like the laws of nature yeah, like gravity is a bit restricting, right? But it also allows you to do crazy ass things. <clears throat> and when you abide by those laws, like laws of gravity and laws of, I don't know, science laws. I'm not a science major. Or like the laws of combustion and the laws of, of mass and the laws of thermodynamics. Then you can then you can make a plane and you can fly and make a rocket and fly around and like it's only when you play by those rules within those rules then you can really <coughs> be free to explore all the potential possibilities in that framework in the system of those rules <coughs> so that's kind of a ramble but yeah, there's an idea. Look for the freedom within the rules and appreciate why the rules are there because there's something behind it and I think it, it comes down to our 
own well-being, our own soul well-being. That's what it comes down to. The reason for those rules. <clears throat> and um, yeah, that's a different way to look at things. So I guess that's all for now. Yeah, look at rules not as rules, but as soul-boosting framework guidelines. <clears throat> and chase and chase what you're passionate about. And be alive. Be alive and do good and seek the good. I think we just scratched the tip of the iceberg of what is good. Like we're well familiar with the bad and the depressing and the, you know, the stuff on the news. We're really well acquainted with all that. <clears throat> well, why isn't there more good news and like news about about heroism and and like the resilience of the human spirit or how this person withstood uh, such and such sufferings and came out stronger? That should be more on the headlines. None of this CNN bullshiz. Anyway, I gave away my political affiliations there, probably. Oh well, such is life. Such is life. Accept it. Accept it. And do what you know to be right. And, uh... Yeah. That's all I have to say about that.